art everywhere. My guest today is Chaos the Rapper, aka Chaos the Motherfucking Rapper. Yo, how you doing, man? Good to be here. Man, it's uh, it's good to meet you, bro. Yeah, uh, likewise, man. Uh, we're having a, a beer and maybe a little whiskey. Cheers, oh, brother. Yeah, cheers. cheers. All right, cheers to everybody in the room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When uh, bright minds come together, you know. Yeah. So, um, look, dude. So I saw your, I saw you rapping like a you were spitting a freestyle, just like random, like in a, in somebody's story, and you were tagged in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was a freestyle Friday, something something like that. Everyone was just like freestyling, and it was like it was somebody's story, and they tagged you. Like, okay. They yeah. tagged like they caught you like mid verse or whatever, and uh. And it was Church of God. Shout, shout out to yeah, Church of God. Church, man, hell yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was like, this dude's tight. And I, you know, I went and stalked your page, bro. I'm like, I like this dude's shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I mean, because like you, you rap about real shit. Yeah, yeah. Try to at least shit. Yeah. So where where does where does your story begin as a as a rapper? I mean, <clears throat> growing up, I was. You know, heavy, had a heavy influence by hip-hop and shit, you know, growing out in the Sacramento area. Um, it just developed into trying to make my own shit, you know, just hearing other people do it and then hanging out with people that would do it. And, you know, it just kind of became a routine, you know, trying to make my own shit. You remember the first time you rapped in front of people? Like, in front of, like, even it's just, like, two people? Uh... Like people I didn't know or friends. No, anybody. Because, you know I mean? dude, even yeah. if you know them, it's still fucking scary when you start <laughs> rapping. Yeah. I don't I, think it ever stops I mean, being scary, right? Yeah, I remember one time I did it at a park. I was probably in, like, middle school. And it was this group of older guys and shit. And uh, I went and rapped and shit, and I got laughed at. But, you know, that shit only pushes you further, you know what I mean? Like, you got laughed at by the OGs and shit, so... What you gonna do? You know, that's only gonna make you stronger and shit. Yeah. I like that, bro. Oh yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I remember the I used to rap back in the day, right? I'm I can't do it anymore. I kinda lost that fucking part of my brain. But I remember the first time I did it, I was like really nervous. This is my buddy Jimmy. Yeah. Right. And he was like chilling in the car and, and he's like, Whoa, dude, he's like, That was tight. And like my hands were fucking sweating. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, dude, that was tight. And I was like, and I, and I kept doing it. But if he'd have told me, if he'd have just started laughing at me, bro, I don't think I'd, <laughs> I don't think I would have had the guts to keep going. Yeah. You know? Gotta keep going, man. Gotta keep going. Like, where does that come from, man? Where does that, where does that come from? Like, you gotta keep going. Because some people don't have that, bro. Some people roll over and die. I mean, you gotta love this shit. You know what I mean? I got fucking, I love music in general. Like, so if I wasn't a rapper, I'd definitely be something. Music related, you know what I mean. So, you play any instruments? Not anymore, but I fucked around like on the trumpet and the snares and shit back in school, but not anymore. Ah, oh, bro, you can get that shit back, man. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. So, like, who are your influences? What what made you like get into rap? Who who were who were the folk? Who were the dudes that you were just like, that's my shit? I mean. When I was younger, it started off um, Outkast, Ludacris, E-40, 
And then I started developing my own kind of taste for music and shit. You know, got into like Eminem, Tech Nine, Hobson, um, shit like that. And uh, I would say those are some of my heavy influences to this day. Uh, it kind of just keeps expanding, you know, diving into different styles of rap, different styles of music and shit. Dude, that's cool, man. And, and you definitely have a style. Uh. You definitely have a style. Like when I hear your stuff, I'm like, ah. And I, and I can hear like um, you're a storyteller. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not just like popping dumb shit. You know what I mean? Which some of your freestyles, there's some there's some dumb shit in there. I, I fucking love it. You know yeah. what I mean? But like your your style is like, it's, it's heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And that's what I liked about it. It's like when you, when you sing about shit, like you mean it. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that just rap and they just, you know, they just say words. But you got clever wordplay. Dude, that fucking, what was it? I have it written down. The Freestyle Friday uh, with Bricks, Art, and you. Yeah. Bro, you fucking torched that shit, dude. That was a good one. So you guys could look that up. It's uh, Your verse starts at like 204, minute 204. Okay. Bro, I listened to that. I was like, holy shit, this dude is just, you just came like off the dome with that shit? Nah. <laughs> I remembered it. <laughs> Hell no, I didn't come off the dome with that. Um, yeah, uh, that was really cool. That was actually uh, Freestyle Friday's first cipher that they hosted. Um, I was really glad to be a part of that. Everyone there went crazy. Shout out Art. Shout out Briggs. Fucking shout out Freestyle Friday. Josh Jordan. Josh you know. Jordan in the house from yeah. uh, Sound City. Yeah, man, I'm glad you caught yeah, that. Yeah. City Sound. City, City Sound. Sound, I'm sorry. I'm, bro. Yeah, shut up. City Sound. But, yeah, man, that, that's, that was so cool because everybody was good. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I think it made yours look even better because they were so good. Uh, like, you, you hear these, the first dude and he's like, he's spitting his shit. I'm like, oh, dude, that's tight. Fuck yeah, let's yeah. go. And second dude comes on, I'm like, oh, that's fucking tight. And you come on, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> bro, that was that was fucking impressive, dude. Thank and, you, bro. And yeah, and look, I I listen to I mean everybody says this shit, right? Oh, I listen to everything. But I listen to rap since fucking way back. Uh-huh. And I grew up in the era, you know, in the nineties, like it was like lyricists were fucking lyricists. Right. You know, and if you and dudes could tell stories, mm-hmm. but maybe they weren't always the best lyricists. And then there's some cats who could tell stories like, I'd say the Wu-Tang Clan. Right. Like those guys were always really good at telling mm-hmm. stories. No doubt. Uh, Inspect the Deck. Yeah. Like that dude was fucking, and, and he never had a solo album. I never, I never understood that. Uh-huh. That dude never had a solo album. But like when I hear, when I hear people who are storytellers who are also great lyricists, I'm like, ah, that's yeah. fucking cool, man. Oh yeah. So when, when I, had the chance. I just, I think I was like scrolling through one night and I just like said, man, I'm going to DM this dude and just see if he wants to be on the show. Yeah. You know, a couple beers in, I got the headphones in, the kids are asleep. I'm like, shit. You know, because like I, I grew up in the streets, but I'm a nice guy now. Yeah. But but after a couple beers, I'll, I have the headphones in. I think I young, I'm young again. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this shit like got me pumped, dude. I'm like, let's fucking go, man. Because oh, yeah. it was, um, the hurting video. Okay. That was the one that made me go like, fuck man. Yeah. Like this dude like means some shit. 
And then I went and did the deep dive and I'm like, okay, this dude got some heat, not just that one video. What was, what, what was the, the catalyst for that song? The beat, the fucking, the sample on that song, it, it just, I don't know, it kind of hit and it stuck with me. The girl singing the hook? Yeah. Um, you know, it was like, my head's hurting and I've been awake all night. It's like, I keep making the same mistakes and shit. So it's like, I wanted to just kind of express how I was feeling at that moment. You know what I mean? Fucking been doing a lot of fucking drinking and shit and fucking going through bullshit and just got it off my chest kind of there you know it was like i think it was just 124 bar verse followed by the hook and shit and you know what i mean kind of fucking took it slow slowed myself down and got it out clearly you know what i mean um that was you know that was pretty much it definitely a heavy influence was the beat with that sample on there Kind of brought that out of me. Yeah, who was that girl that, that sang that? Uh, I don't, I couldn't tell you. It was just, it was a sample I found on a beat. You know, I wish I knew. Oh, that's fucking, yeah. she, oh, shout out to that mystery girl, because yeah, that fucking sample's tight, dude. Yeah, shout out, mystery girl. Yeah, for real, right? Shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hell yeah. So you're from SAC, or are you from, yeah. like, um, the surrounding area? No, I'm from SAC, uh, born and raised, practically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Practically. So how would you say Sac the city influenced your style? Um, shit. Brother Lynch. Sebo. <sighs> Dude. Hollow tip. X-rated. Bro. Fucking. Yeah. Yeah, those are the dudes. Yeah. Like, Mar yeah. Mario and I are around you know the same I mean? age. Well, we're like a year apart, so we're basically the same age. Yeah. But in the... Like in 96, 97, I don't think you could go a day without hearing Season of the Sick oh, yeah. coming out of somebody's trunk. Oh, yeah. Low to the brain, insane. Every day, all day, CBK. Oh, man. <laughs> dude. Man. Like that, I remember hearing that going, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Man. And I, I, I remember everyone was just like, oh, dude, that's that new Lynch. That's that new Lynch. You know, and then you get into SIBO. Mm -hmm. um, uh, hands in my drawers Back yeah. against the wall Making every yard call It ain't man. nothing but the hog And me Like dude See like, th Those dudes just had flavor man X-rated Open the casket L-O-C Oh bro It fucked me up Like that dude followed me back On Instagram Right That's what's up Yeah that dude followed me back On Instagram I was like what the fuck Yeah Cause I live over by the gardens Yep So I remember when I moved over there I go Holy shit Like this is that This is This is what they were talking about Yeah like this, this crazy. Yeah. And uh, he's like, hey, for everybody who, you know, shouts me out or whatever, um, I'll follow you back. Right. Tag me in your post and I'll, and I'll follow you back. I was like, all right. And I followed him back. I said, hey, man, I grew up listening to you. And, you know, uh, when shit was going crazy, mm -hmm. I remember listening to, to X-Rate and I, I remember feeling like somebody understood. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the Exorcist. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> that shit was crazy. X-Rate, man. Yes, sir. But how'd you get involved with Freestyle Friday? That's a good story. So um, a friend of mine introduced me to his friend. So a mutual friend of ours hits me up one night and he's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. Just sitting at the house. He was like, I'm going to come pick you up. We're going to go hang out 
with uh, my cousin, basically. He's down. He's downtown, and they're all at this place hanging out. It's at a smoke shop. So I'm like, okay, cool. We get there, and there's a bunch of people standing outside, and uh, I'm like, you know, what's going on? And then I talk to a few people, and it turns out it's like an open mic, basically. And uh, I'm like, no shit. So get in there, and uh, I'm nervous as hell at first, for sure. It's like there's a lot of rappers in here. And... uh, it was cool, man. It was a positive vibe. Wasn't nobody getting on nobody. Um, everybody had a turn and shit. And eventually, you know, I heard the right beat. And I was like, fuck it. I got to do it. And then uh, I did, and everybody fucked with it. And uh, it was it was a good night, and I kept coming back, you know, every week, every other week or what it was. Yeah. So ever since did then. Did COVID I, fuck it up for a while? Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, I did. Uh, but it was cool. They were, you know, hosting lives and shit weekly, and everyone's tuning in, trying to keep it together and shit until it all came back. So that was cool, bro. Like, do you? Because, like I said, everyone who was on that first one that I heard, like everyone was fire. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that that forces you? Is like a like a fire under your ass to to just keep like getting better, keep evolving, keep. Oh yeah, no. Every time. Every week I went out to those ciphers and I heard someone rap and like, like, damn, okay, now I got to go home tonight and I got to write and I'm going to just keep getting better for these next two weeks. So I come back and fucking, yeah, it definitely motivates you to see other people in your area fucking really pushing the pin. You know what I mean? Raising the bar and shit. So. Well, how old are you now? I'm 24. Bro, you're young as shit. Yeah. Uh, you're young as shit. So... If you keep pushing, like, where do you, where were you six years ago? Uh, I just dropped out of school to start working a full-time job. I wasn't recording music. Uh, I didn't have an Instagram page for my music. Uh, just kind of writing. Uh, more, almost more of a hobby. You know what I mean? I didn't really do much else, but it wasn't, like, something that I was doing every single day and trying to go to the studio on the weekends. You know, more or less, I just didn't really know too many people doing it. I didn't know where it was going on. So it's kind of where it was at that time frame. Just trying to, you know, start my adult life up, quote, unquote. So that's where it was. Hey, bro, that shit's a fucking myth. Yeah. Bro, I'm 41 years old, and I'm like, I'm not a fucking adult. Right. Like, I can grow, I got gray hair in my fucking beard, bro. I'm not a fucking adult. What does that even mean? Right. I feel that's, you. That's not real, man. That's not real. Like, one day, they, they're like, you're 18, you're supposed to fucking have it all figured out. Right. Man, fuck that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because how can you? Yeah. Right? And And people want you to put away, like, your passions. I mean, the things that you're most passionate about, you know, earlier we were blessed to hear uh, We Are Sacramento t- uh, talking with the folks from uh, what Sacktown's Finest, the, the market, the pop-up market. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to hear them talk, and they're, they're 21 and 20, and they're fucking killing it. Yeah. And, you know, they were, you know, they were talking about how the older generation has like this thing where, you know, I guess every generation before them was the same way. You got to go out, you got to get a fucking job Mm -hmm. and you got to check all the boxes 
And I think people my age and younger are going, man, fuck those boxes. Mm. You know what I mean? And when we support each other, it's double fuck those boxes right. because now we're, we're doing way more and we're fucking enjoying life. Yeah. Like how many adults did you grow up around that were drinking themselves to death? Cause they're just miserable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. They're fucking miserable. Yeah. You know, I, I told my wife that, uh, you know, I had to have time to paint. I have to have time to express myself, you know, in, in artistic ways. And, you know, I ended up with this podcast and this is like super fulfilling because I get to talk to other artists. And again, it pushes me to, to be, to be improving, to be like looking for holes in my game. Yep. To be like, fuck. Like when, uh, one of my friends told me, he said, the best art makes you go, man, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ever hear somebody like, do some fucking wordplay and you're like, fuck. All the fucking time. Like, I could have, ah, uh, fuck. All the fucking time. Yeah. I mean, that's what's so fun about fucking hip hop and rap is like, it's a sport in a sense, you know what I mean? Um, you're always trying to get better. If that's your thing, you know what I mean? Some people do it for the love, but some people do it for the competition too. So it's like, I'm, I'm a little bit more on that side. But I got love for everybody, but I still wanna I still wanna go out there and like be the best that I can as a lyricist, you know what I mean? So that's that's my thing. But I got you know what I mean, I got love for everybody doing their thing out here. But I think that I think everybody walks into the fucking room with that, right? I mean you should. If you're gonna go out there and you're gonna be like, Hey dude, I'm gonna go spit my shit. Mm -hmm. You don't wanna be who the fuck wants to be second best? Right. You like know? nobody nobody fucking <laughs> nobody <You> play <laughs> like I don't like, I tell people this, like, I don't know how to play for second place. Well, you hit that shot. Oof. Oof. I'm going to, I'm going to sip this fucker. Yeah, that was impressive, bro. Impressive. I don't know if that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, bro. I, don't, I, I tell people, I don't know how to, I don't know how to play for second place. You know, you, yeah. you got to play to win. Yeah. If you come up second, cool. That's cool. You gave it your best. Somebody was better than you. Back to the drawing board. Let's go. Right. You know, and I, I think being second or third place sometimes is more beneficial than being first place. Mm -hmm. Because if you're the best, I tell people all the time, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need new friends. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's it's the same way with any endeavor you pursue. You should be around people who... When it comes down to it, you're like, should I be here? Yeah. You know, I think that a little bit of that is healthy, right? No, be I, like, man, am I in over my head? Yeah, I completely agree. Because uh, I'm, I got a couple of friends that I rap with now. We're trying to get a little group going and shit. Uh, coalition. and uh, Shout out of, to the coalition. You guys uh, got an Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the guys is um, J.I. the Soul Child and the other guy is Chris Cash. Both of these guys are fucking out of this world, man. So, like, when we all rap together, we're all just kind of, like, we're pushing each other. Like, they, to not have a weakest link. You know what I mean? Like, none of us can show that we're the weakest link. So, but it's all, we all got love for each other, but we all know that we got to bring it up to here every time. You know what I mean? So. Fuck yeah. I completely agree with what you said about that. Yeah, bro, that's. 
that's that's that old adage, you know, iron sharpens iron, right? Yep. So if you if you're around a fucking if you're in an aluminum patch, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Bunch of soft ass metal. <clears throat> uh, what are you gonna? How sharp are you gonna be? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just made that analogy up. That's pretty good. But I just made that analogy <laughs> up. Hey, feel free to use it, guys. Feel free. We haven't trademarked that. That's 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 free for the taking. Go ahead. Said if you if you find yourself in an aluminum patch, right, and iron sharpens iron, how sharp are you gonna be? Around a bunch of soft ass metal. <laughs> soft ass metal. And, you know, halfway through a beer, I, I come up with an analogy or two that that uh, sticks. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck with you. How do you see yourself evolving from six years when you drop when you dropped out of high school and you say, you know what, I'm gonna be an adult, I'm gonna get a fucking job, probably one that I hate, but I'm gonna stick with it, I'm gonna do my you know, how do you see who do you see that person as and who do you see that he's become? And how do you think and can you re- retrace like a few of your steps along the way? Because somewhere there's Hopefully there's some kid listening to this who just dropped out and he's got a fucking job he hates and he's working with his uncle or something. Yeah. Right. You know? But he wants to do something like how, how'd that happen for you? I mean, shit, man. I mean, there was a bunch of times like you don't feel like getting out there and getting to work and shit, like whether it be on music or going to work in general to get some money. But it was always like my focus was, if I'm not making money, then I don't got a car. If I don't got a car, I can't go to the studio. I mean, if I'm not making money, I can't pay for studio time because, I mean, nothing's free, especially if you want it done right. I mean, shit, man, you just got to push through it because, I mean, what's going to happen if you don't? Where are you going to go? You know what I mean? Like, you can't sit in the same spot, so... Just got to make shit happen, kind of. That's the best I can explain it. Just keep going. I mean, can't stop. Were there, like, some like some turning points, like some touchstones that you hit that you said, you know what, I'm on the right track? We did a last year, I want to say around August, we threw a showcase at City Sound. Um, and where's City Sound located? In Greenback and Auburn. Okay, I work out that way. Yeah, Sacramento, Greenback, and Auburn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we do the showcase. Me and Jay out of Soul Child completed a little project. Um, and we wanted to throw, like, a release party slash showcase, you know. We got some other artists on the venue, rented out the equipment, rented out the spot, and uh, didn't charge nobody to come in. Just wanted to see if we can get people out there, and uh, it turned out pretty cool, man. A lot of people came out, had fun, so... That was it. That was like, okay, we could do something with this. You know what I mean? Like, past just dropping music. Maybe we could start throwing these shows and make a couple dollars. Put that towards our music. Put that towards the next show. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, that that was definitely my turning point from just nonstop dropping music, dropping music. And then it was that. That was like an eye opener. We could do something. Dude, that's... That's like those risks that yeah. you know that you're afraid to take. You're oh, like, yeah. should I fucking do this? Like, yeah. 
But can you imagine what it'd be like if you hadn't? Yeah, you just, you know, you got to try so you're not just wondering shit. It was definitely worth the risk. So what, what, what changed after that? Honestly, um, hit a couple of rough patches after that. You know what I mean? Um, problems with work, problems with cars, living situations. Um, can't always fucking do what you want to do. You got to do what you need to do before you can, you know, yeah, advance on. But um, other than that, I've just been uh, getting back in my zone and uh, trying to stay in the studio, trying to get these videos done. Do shit like this, you know. What yeah. I mean? So I'm glad you reached out and shit. This is, yeah, bro. I mean, great. We, speaking of you know car troubles like that, you were supposed to be on like a month and a half ago. Yep, yep. And you're like, <laughs> you're like the day before, bro. You're yeah, like, hey, bro, I can't, either, I can't bro. do it. And I, dude, and I fucking, <laughs> and I get it. And I was like, fuck. And there was no way for me to go out there to get you because I had the, I had the kids. And it was la- super last minute. I was like, oh fuck. And I, you know, I ended up having somebody come in. Uh, one of my buddies that lives down the street. He came in. And we just talk shit about like just what uh we're talking about star wars and shit oh yeah and just being fucking cool shout out to emery my boy he came up. through and he's like hey bro if you ever can't find anybody he's like hit me up <laughs> i'm good on mondays i'm like fuck yeah there we go got one in the pocket hell yeah but you know life happens man and i'm glad that you didn't like just stop dead in your tracks because a lot of people do mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people who i know who used to have these creative dreams and just you know they hit some rough patches they hit one thing after another i mean i was going down that road where i had a good job Mm -hmm. and i advanced and they had me running like the whole like department right out of nowhere and i was like okay i guess this is what i'm supposed to be doing i'm making good money everyone's really proud of me and i'm fucking miserable right i got a pot i had more money than i've ever had in my life and I'm like, and I told my girl, I said, dude, I don't want to do this, man. Yeah. And she's like, what? I go, hey, look, I should be painting. I should be, you know, here with my kid. You know, because we, we had a babysitter and, you know, I'm, I'm paying for the babysitter and my girl was working and, you know, and a babysitter isn't like a preschool. A babysitter just like, make sure your kid doesn't die. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's it. They just make sure your kid doesn't die. And shout out to babysitters who who teach, you know, and, and hey, look, babysitters, God bless them because when me and my girl need to go out, you know, yeah, you know, grandma comes over, you know, or, or one of the Diaz come over and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But when you have somebody like who's recommended from somebody else, that just means their kid didn't die. Right. You know what I mean? They didn't come home with bruises and shit. You know, oh yeah, they're really good. Like, you don't know. They fucking, they just give them peanut butter and jelly and fucking melatonin <laughs> to take a fucking nap. Yeah. A little bit of rum on the gums. Like, Oh, he's teething. And they just give him some rum on the gums and it's fucking he's night, night time. But, but yeah, I remember I, I told my girl that, and that's when I, I left work one day. I, I said, I'm giving my two weeks notice. I, I, and they're like, well, why are you leaving? Why? I said, well, I, I've got to pursue my art. If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Mm-hmm. And there's a series of events that happened that I can't really, I couldn't plan for. I couldn't, you know, it it was supposed to happen. And all that shit led to this, to this podcast, like one thing after another, like, like your whole life has led to this moment. 
Ever do you ever get high and think about that shit? Like, oh fuck. When I was when I was four years old, I was on my way here. Yeah, it's a trip. And what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, somebody's high right now going, fuck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, bro. I'm, but that but that's it. And and you you persevered. I persevered. And there's people who don't, man. And that's fucking sad, bro. I feel sad for people who who just fell off, who go like, oh man, I, I don't do that anymore. Oh man, I haven't touched my Right. You know, I haven't touched I haven't put a, a word on paper in fucking six months, a year. Yeah. I haven't put, you know, uh any paint on a canvas in a I got, year. I got a good friend of mine. I met him when I was working in the kitchens downtown. He was a head chef and uh he's probably about forty something years old now. And uh he spent like his twenties locked up and shit. When he got out, he really wanted to do music. But you know, he got a family, had the daughter, had the wife. And uh, he has a whole studio in his house. And uh, I come over there sometimes and we just hang out and shit, bullshit in the studio. And it's great because whenever I'm hanging out with him, he wants to get back on it. Like, he just, he he's mad at himself for the fact that he fucking kind of like, you know what I mean? Had to put it aside, but, you know, shit happens. You got... You got the wife and kid, you got to fucking, sometimes you got to step up, you know what I mean? So, but I love the fact that when we kick it in shit, he wants to get back into it, you know what I mean? Like, he'll pick up that pen and he'll start writing, like, that That just makes me happy, that shows that fucking, like, he sees, he sees that, you know what I mean? He sees the drive and shit, and it makes him want to fucking... Iron sharpens iron, bro. Yeah, so... You know, your your light is shining a light on him. Yeah. And he's going like, fuck, there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when somebody sees your gift and they're like, fuck, man. Like, what am I doing with mine? Because yeah. they know they have it too. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? They know they have it. Right. And they're not using it. And it's like, yeah. fuck, dude. Like, I should be doing this. Yeah. I should be fucking doing this. Start stressing you out and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's the thing that people fight against because there's an illusion of security. I think COVID showed everybody that security is a fucking illusion. Right. Right. Everyone, everyone's doing pretty good, right? For the most part, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. And then boom. No, you're not. Yeah. No work. Mm-hmm. No money. What the fuck are you going to do? You know, so to take that chance on yourself to say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But I'm going to, I'm not stopping this. Right. Like that's, that's that nothing's going to break me mentality, mm-hmm. you know, and bro, like you're, you're living it. You're living it in fucking car trouble. Fuck it. Yeah. We'll reschedule. Yeah. And it was, it was crazy. Cause, um, was it a couple weeks back? I was like, I put it out there. I was like, Hey man, I need, cause my, my guest that week was in the hospital, like in the hospital with family mm-hmm. and they reached out to me and said, Hey, like, three hours before we're supposed to record. And she's like, Hey, I can't make it. I'm so sorry. And I, I go, dude, don't worry about it. Don't worry. She told me what happened. I said, dude, don't trip. I'll find somebody. And I reached out to you and you didn't get back to me uh, until like an hour before. And you're like, dude, I'll be there right now. Yeah. Like, dude, I'll be there right now. Like, where is it? Give me the address. I'll meet you there right now. And I was like, Oh fuck. And like maybe 10 minutes before my boy had reached out, my boy Danilo mm-hmm. had reached out and he's like, yeah, dude, I'll do it. And I was like, whew. So I already asked my wife, I'm like, will you be on the podcast? 
because she's got a podcast. So I'm like, I could have you on as a guest. It'll be cool. And, and we're going to do that eventually. Anyway, I'm like, so we could do that. And my boy came through and then you came through and you're like, dude, I'll be there right now. Like, where is it? What time? I was like, dude, yeah. fuck yeah. I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna schedule you, uh, for a couple of weeks from now. Yeah. And dude, and, and I'm glad you did, man. Cause look at, it wasn't on accident. I know. Right. That's a trip. You know, the, the people who were in here earlier. Yeah. You know, that wasn't on accident. Sacktown's finest. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't believe in a random coincidence. Yeah. And think about that word, coincidence. Like yeah. things just happen to coincide. Yeah. But we say coincidence. So it kind of takes away a little bit of the power behind it, but it's a coincidence. Like things. It's right. a trip. It's wordplay. That's some wordplay. Yeah. See, <laughs> put that in your in your I like pad. That. Yeah, it's it's a coincidence of events. You know, your 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 life, like everybody in this room, everybody's life just happened to coincide here. Because I didn't know those people were going to be here. I didn't know you. Were, I didn't even know who you were, bro. You know, yeah. I, it just it just kind of happened. And I think I don't take them for granted anymore. Like, so I take time. I'd be like, okay, hey, what's your name? Are you doing? Cool, cool. I don't know. I don't know who you're supposed to be in my life. This might be it. Right. But you might be somebody that I didn't realize was going to be important. That's important. Like when I went Mario, I've said it a million times, dude, but I won a contest, you know, during COVID mm. about uh, the question was name one good thing that came out of the pandemic. And I, you know, I gave an answer. I said, you know, me and my girl finally got to just stop hustling and just chill and be friends. Right. And we had never really done that. We'd just always been grinding, 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 grinding. But, you know, we're fucking binging shows. We're eating ice cream, fucking just right. chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. G going for walks with our son. It was cool. And I won the contest. Oh, yeah. So then I go to pick up the thing. And Mario happens to be on the phone with his mom. It was a gift card. And I was like, oh, oh, hey, thank you. And he's like, hey, I'm on the phone with my mom. I go, no, 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 it's good. But hey, bro, talk to your mom. Hey, I just shook his hand. I go, all right, all right, yeah. And then I guess later he reached out to me. He's like, hey, man, I, I saw your art on your Instagram page, man. It's really cool. Why don't you come by? We'll talk. I was like, cool. Random coincidence, dude. Yeah. Random coincidence. Of a contest. Yeah. And the whole reason I even knew who We Are Sacramento was at that time was because I have, we have a mutual friend who was on the, the first We Are Sacramento beer can. So I followed them and I'm like, oh, dude, this podcast is cool. And I'd like tune in every Monday. You guys used to go live. Remember when you guys live every Monday? Man, those people. I know, right? hey, those, yeah, those people complain about everything, man. They'd be like, hey, this ice cream's too sweet. Like, bitch. It's ice cream. The fuck are you talking about? I can enjoy it. Yeah. Oh man, they gave me too much ice cream, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, bro. Uh, I, yeah. So, what do you got in the works? Well, I'm dropping the um, last lyricist left project. I'm trying to get the everything. last lyricist left. Mm-hmm. I'm trying like to that. drop that project beginning of April. And then I'm already working on Last Lyricist Left Part 2. So 
I got the first song for it recorded yesterday. Shot a video for it. So just a part one and two little mixtape. Um, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, got a couple features on there. Couple other features in the works. Um, this the second project is definitely gonna show more development because it's more so where I'm at right now versus the first project. It's a few songs that I've been sitting on for a few months, and I mean, shit, four or five months. A lot of shit changes if you're working at it every day. You know what I mean? So I'm always developing, um, trying out different beats, different styles. Working on melodies and shit, trying to bring that into it. Um, so, yeah, a couple projects definitely in the works. Hell yeah, bro. Collaborations and shit. What do you get out of collaborations? How do you how do you feel like that? Because some people don't really see. Yeah, some people don't really see the value in it. I feel like well, people feel like they, it's all got to be them. I'll tell you this. Collaborations are very important um, for one. My first time ever performing was because I did a collaboration with Josh Jordan. And Shout out to Josh Jordan. He pulled me out to perform my song Tenagram with him and X James on it. And uh, that's one example. I did a feature with uh, Church to God. Church to God had me come out and perform at a VFW that I've never even heard of. There's one right here on Stockton. Yeah, so, you know, shit like that. You never know. Um, like, if you if you burn a bridge with someone, like, you're not going to be able to get to that whole town of people over here now. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not just that one person. It's like everything in his circle now, in a sense. You know, so. Yeah. I think, I think working with other people is very important. Like, that's how I met my main engineer right now. Shout out Prop the Producer. Was just networking with people. Someone hit me up on Instagram to do a feature. Let's do it. And then fucking we recorded the song. I went and met with this engineer and I was like, oh, this guy's dope. I'm going to keep working with this engineer. And I mean, shout out the artist. We don't really work no more. But just for that moment of us working together, I got tapped in with a really dope engineer and fucking got to do a couple shows off just doing features. You know what I mean? So I definitely encourage like new artists or even artists that have been around. Like you got to do the features, man. Like you got to work with people for sure. Yeah, I feel like people think they got to do it by themselves because that's the romantic like mm -hmm. tale, right? Where I, nobody gave me nothing. Right. I did it all myself. And, you know, people uh -huh. think they, if they double down on that, they're going to. Well, just because you're working with people don't mean people's giving you anything either. Yeah. I tell people uh, the only thing I ask for is an opportunity. Yeah. Give me an opportunity to, to, to show my worth or to show my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I'm going to show my worth or I'm going to show my ass. Yeah. Either way, I'm going <laughs> to fucking say thanks and fucking mm -hmm. get on my way. You know what I mean? And if, if you like it, cool. If you don't, well, you know, fuck. Yep. Yeah, bro. I think that's that's the whole point. Like I, like I, I try to find people that, you know, some of, a lot of the guests I've had are my friends. And a lot of the guests... Now it's it's starting to lean toward people that I've met once or twice or some people that I haven't met at all. Like last week, um, Emilio from uh, Tacos 916. Shout out to Tacos 916. Bro, we had a good time last week, man. Fucking, 
I, I didn't shut the fuck up last week. <laughs> I, I just kept talking. That dude gave me a michelada and some uh, tequila, and I just kept fucking talking. Oh, it's on. <laughs> oh, bro. I just wouldn't shut up. I was like, ah. Oh. But, but I realized, because I'd never met him before, and I've met his dad a, a, you know, dozens of times. Well, I did meet him uh, like a couple times, like just like, hey, what's up, bro? Because he's been at events that I've uh, gone to. And just like in passing, like, oh, hey, what's up, bro? What's up? He's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Hey. And uh, I know his dad from Taqueria Jalisco over on 16th. So, yeah, yeah, it's that small, bro. So it's like, what is it? Two degrees of separation? Two degrees of Sacramento. Two degrees of Sacramento. That's a Marioism. Okay. Yeah, six degrees of separation. Yeah, so, so the theory goes six degrees of separation is. I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows Barack Obama. Okay. <laughs> right? In, right. In, in, in theory, like, you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And fucking cool, but in Sacramento, it's so small, man. Everybody knows everybody. And I've been noticing that. Yeah, so, so last, last week, I was listening to the podcast today, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, man. I, I didn't shut the fuck up. I was just talking too much. It's the show about him. Like the, I wanted to showcase him, but I realized too that like you were listening to us, kind of become friends in real time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is cool, man. This is it's, fucking cool. It's natural. Yeah, because when I left, I was like, oh, this is my boy. And I've thought about it after, like throughout the day today. I'm like, you know what? I've kind of made friends with everybody that I've had on the podcast that I didn't know. And I think now, like when I, when you leave, I'm like, dude, that's my boy. Oh yeah. That's yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> nah, I ain't weird, bro. Bro, but it's just like a, a random fucking. That's, I mean, that's what I'd encourage you to do with this platform, man. Like, if people are leaving here thinking, "Oh, fuck this guy," then you know what I mean. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then it's yeah. It's, it's not good for the home team. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> when people leave your stadium thinking, like, "Man, fuck this dude, fuck yeah. this fucking team," you know. Yeah. But. You know, I fell in with like-minded people and we all want to support artists. And if you get like two new listeners, if you get two new subscriptions to your YouTube, if you get, you know, mm-hmm. who do they know that knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody? Yeah. You know? And Word of mouth's best. That's the best. Bro, that's the best. And yeah. we we're talking about it before the podcast too. Like uh, the more people see you, the more legit you are in their eyes whether it's true or not mm-hmm. right so the saddest thing is like when somebody's legit as fuck and nobody knows who they are and they're just kind of like under a rock right case in point we went to go buy uh my mother-in-law's dog like she's a, a Staffordshire, Staffordshire terrier so basically like a pit bull mm-hmm. right and those breeds are allergic to chicken oh shit Right. So you can't give them chicken because they get like eczema really bad and like, like hella itchy and they just like start developing sores on their, on their coat and you, you don't know what it is. And it turns out it's a chicken allergy. So there's this brand of dog food called blue Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You heard of it, right? Yeah. Once heard of blue Buffalo, dude, it's fucking chicken guts. It's like chicken feet and fucking corn. First ingredient is corn. Second is like, Processed chicken meal, or, or that's like the fourth ingredient. Processed chicken meal. So it's a bunch of bullshit, and then some fucking bullshit chicken meal. 
But I see all these commercials talking about how it's the best shit ever. Yeah, that's that expensive dog food. Yeah, it's expensive <laughs> as fuck. And it's expensive, like literal dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, what the hell? And I was, I was, I was telling my girl, because we we're looking for the food. And we're like, dude, all this stuff. I was looking at the ingredients. I'm like, dude, Blue Buffalo is like the most expensive shit out here. And it's everywhere. And you, they tell you that it's the best. So you start thinking it's the best. And then when you look at it, it's, it's just known. It's not good. Mm-hmm. McDonald's isn't good. It's just known. It's just everywhere. That's a good point. And I mean, so just because you're famous or just because you're popular doesn't mean you're fucking good. You know, and it's, and it's great when somebody is both. Right? We fucking love that. Yeah. Like Marvin Gaye. Everybody knows Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Marvin Gaye's fucking amazing. <laughs> you know, everybody knows, you know, the Commodores. Right? They're fucking amazing. Right. But what if they sucked? <laughs> you know, but they're just as famous. Yeah. Like, oh, man, the Commodores. Like, ah, oh, well... Yeah, you know, and there's there's bands, there's groups, there's there's artists like that. They just get a big push for whatever reason, mm-hmm. or they get this this thing, but they don't fucking last, man. They don't last, and and I think the stuff that that really matters, the stuff that's really impactful, I think that shit lasts, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for like these timeless. Yeah, some people who are who are gonna drop some shit. It's gonna be that nobody saw coming. You know, what's your, what's the Instagram that you, that you got with your, with your friends? The, oh, uh, it's the coalition 916. The coalition 916. Yeah. On Instagram at the coalition 916. I'm going to follow that shit real quick. Yeah. We've been trying to, uh, get that back on track. Not going to lie. We got one single out, one single recorded. We got to get back to it for sure. Those are my guys. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking you guys up right now. It's a coalition with a K, by the way. Oh, thanks. That helps a lot. Yeah, it does. The <laughs> coalition nine one six. Here we go. Yeah. Sacramento-based rap group. Yeah. The Soul Scientist nine five. Yeah, that's Chris uh, Cash one eight seven Chaos the Chaos the rapper. Yeah. What's it called? Provocative, that's your first... Uh... Yeah, that was our first single, Provocative. That was uh, basically like really 90s hip-hop influence. Like, nice. Yeah. So you guys get like old like jazz samples and shit? Nah, boom bap. More boom, boom bap. bap. Dark, like kind of boom bap with the guitar and shit. So, yeah. Oh shit, can we play some of that? Uh, it's on the Instagram. It's a... It's a I'm looking at the wrong one. It's not coming up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was, it was a fun track to do. Uh me, J.I. and Cash, it was actually the first time we all got in the studio together. And it was at the end of me and Jazz project. It's funny because I met Cash at the Carolinas over off Mac Road. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And uh, he hops out his car. 
and he asked me for a lighter when we were in the drive-thru. And I gave him a lighter and shit. And we're talking about, uh, I was like, he was like, oh, yeah, I just got off a show. And I'm like, oh, for sure. I make music a little bit. At the time, I didn't really make music that much. So some time passed, and I started working with J.I., and I found out that Cash is actually J.I.'s cousin, in a sense. And I was like, just a small world type shit. And then I was like, bro, well, I've been trying to get Cash to work. Let's all just make it happen. And then we all got, like, a lot of different styles, and I think this is where we all just came. This is where it all just came to fucking fruition right here. It was like we all just kind of share this style right here so it was more like that boom back you know 90s type let's, shit let's drop a little bit of it yeah go ahead bro I heard these motherfuckers wanna rap now. Fuck that, I might have already suckers. The class clown dumbass asking what a plug at with a wallet full of pocketing. Provocative, and I probably talk a lot of shit. So gobble dick till your lips get a blister. Y'all can pop pills, I'ma sip on this liquor. If I don't got skill, why your bitch on his dick, huh? A sick fuck, getting drunk until I hiccup. Jump inside a pickup, get the bump and the kicker. Two pockets on repeat, puffing and swishing. She call me if she need me, and I fuck her like I miss her. By the time she fall asleep, I get the fucking on her sister. A lot of y'all are weakening seven days, but leaving them devastated. They sweet as some lemonade. For the people that said I make it, I think. I think I see better days. If y'all ain't get the last line, you sleeping and been away. Hey, we hear the way they talk this shit. That's why we gotta rip them off the rip. Shredded for the smoke, dope, know you the opposite. I'm the type to drop some box and get provocative. Lately, kill them late on the light scene. Mind about your own bullshit, keep your eyes clean. I be on my own floor, bitch, trying to find me. Still rapping like crazy. Oh my god. The game is contaminated. My brain is created. Protective sheets like it's laminated. Living inside of a fantasy where the handles hate The patriarch of the making of rap got me salivating. Look, make a reality of a hallucination. Bending the rules, I'm trying to rule the nation. You can place it, making the best out of my progressive move while you be hating. Who's to say that two can play with a flame and I'm stupid dangerous? Tax free and the underdog of the coalition. The rap game in the drought, I'm ending the prohibition. The soul of mischief, I'm rapping coder to go the distance. I told them niggas to cobra venom is motor vicious. Shit is not on me, it's in me. You gon' need an army to harm me, the envy shall tarnish. I love it when it's all you against me. Calling on a god to depart, you don't tempt me. We hear the way they talk this shit. That's why we gotta rip them off the rip. Shredded for the smoke, don't know you the opposite. I'm inside the job, survive to get provocative. Lately, kill them late on the night scene. Blinded by your own bullshit, keep your eyes clean. I be on my own pulpit, trying to find me. Still ride through the night crazy. Formulate Eve, smoking with them killers be Lyrical type that slaughter like killer bees Villainy, illicit, exists in an inch And they pay my illiot, vicious, silly deep You in deep like a silly sea, I'm off deep like a prodigy Office rock and rock and back for the rocket see My like if I cock, got a cream to cock And I prophecy torment A common as they come, so cryptic, a carbon body So crippled new niggas, they all carbon copies Of future, but they future short, my destiny long The throne I'm resting upon, big fights tonight Tomorrow rest on their bones, it ain't no sweat Can't vex me, can hex me, my weapons is strong My fortified like iron stepping 
and be gone. I swear they never respond. Finish they so quickly. My sole mission is dead in the mall. This zombie land only dead in the mall. No redemption, crimson red getting drawn. None left to gather. I gladly cut up the canvas, leave the rest to dissolve. We hear the way they talk they shit. That's why we gotta rip them off the rip. Shredded for the smoke, don't know you the opposite. I'm the type to drop some bombs and get provocative. Lately, kill them late on the night scene. Blinded by your own bullshit, keep your eyes clean. I be on my own pulpit, trying to find me. Still ride through the night, crazy. We're gonna hit pause on that. Let's drop. Let's drop back in. Yeah. Holy shit. Man. What, when did you record it? Dude, look, we, we paused the mics for a minute. That was last year, dude. We've been growing. We've been growing, man. So, bro. Yeah. Good looking, bro. I appreciate oh, bro. I, I, I had to do it. Like, I didn't know we had the capability to do that. I got that from Gabe because Gabe had uh, Piney. Yeah. Piney. Piney. And that dude's sick as fuck, too. And he started playing some of his music, and I'm like, we can play some of this stuff, I think. But I didn't know if we had, like, a chord. I didn't know if it was an aux. But this thing's, bro, this thing is, we, we live in the future, bro. Man. The future is now. Hell bro, yeah. I, I'm so happy we got to listen to that. That shit's fire, dude. Yeah, shout out Coalition, man. The Coalition with the K. Yeah. On, on YouTube and on Instagram. I'll follow you guys on my, uh, on my page. I had to get... I had to take YouTube off of my phone. Oh, shit. Because my kid just want to be on YouTube all day. And I'm like, no, fucking be a kid. Live your life. Get the fuck out of here. You got to get the YouTube music. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I got so many subscriptions. Is that shit free? I don't know. Because I'm, dude, every other day my, I'm getting know. a fucking thing saying like, oh, we've we've taken, you know, you have $4.99, $11.99, for for $10.99, Like, what the fuck is going on? I know how you feel. For all these subscriptions. And I'm like, ah. So now I'm just kind of like, okay, let me let me just back off some of these things. Yeah. Even my fucking uh, Spotify is free. Yep, me too. <laughs> and I'm bro. on Spotify, bro. You can find this shit on Spotify for free. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> bro. But yeah, dude, that, that shit was fucking fire, man. And I'm glad you, people man. got to hear that because yeah. I, I haven't heard that. I haven't yeah. heard that track. I didn't know about the coalition. I didn't know about... Um, well, I knew about your stuff, your personal stuff, but man, that shit was Yeah, that's on my um that's on my YouTube channel. Um you know, like we were talking about earlier, life happens. Um my homie Cash, you know, he's got a wife and kid. He's not always able to make it to the studio. We all got different jobs, different job schedules. So as much as we would love to spend a whole fucking weekend in the studio, don't always work out like that. So but but, you know how many times me and Mario try to get together for a beer? Man. And we the only time we end up drinking is here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. Definitely. You can relate to that shit fucking. Uh, that's, that's, that's what it really boils down to. But at the end of the day, you know, we all come together and it's fucking. It's like magic. You know what I mean? We can make shit happen. So we just got to fucking definitely put our foots down and make sure that we keep progressing forward. Yeah, I want to play one other. Let's let's see if we can find that. Uh, the Freestyle Fridays. Oh, yeah. The fucking uh, the, Cypher. The, yeah, the Cypher, man. The cypher. Oh, man. I think it's at uh, minute 204. That was... That was fun. Okay, it's time right now. 
Long way to the top, right? It's a long way to the top, right? Man. It's a long way to the top, just to fall straight to the bottom. My door scraping a pot, your face in a problem. It's a lot of pain that I'm blocked. Y'all ain't gotta say that I'm popping. Y'all ain't saw the way that I rock, or all this weight on my conscience. I'm just being honest. Y'all ain't practice what you preach. All my shit is polished, dog. I've had this to a T. I ain't passing new trees, you ain't failing to me, G. In a valley full of greed, we try to rally up this green. Then we lose and sleep about it. Hit his daddy with a beam. Get a cat again the cream. Then we Sacramento Kings. Been the captain of my team. Been a bat and had to bleed. Finished last and had to lead. I'm finna snap, they finna see. But he acted like they got it locked. Laughing with the key. It's acting where I be at, dog. They rap about it. We involved, they tapping out, we leave them scarred. It's all my people, dog. They snap again, I keep a squad. They talking like they demons. Now they fraudulent, scheming, y'all. That the one thing no team and all. Y'all can bitch, y'all seen it all. Talk to me, so I keep it raw. Talking tip in the reaper's part. Your dog's a bitch, better leave it, bro. We rockin' shit and keeping corn. Pop up in the heat as long as pop up in the city, bro. Y'all don't wanna see me, dog. Stop with all that TV talk. They chalking up the block for that. Politics with copycats, your posse finna probably rap. Cowards on the prowl without this power that I'm about to have. I don't see how they bounce for that. I'm out of reach, I'm gonna pass. Never gonna beat this hourglass. They follow me and I'm about to crash. Tell the cracks in my house, like mass. Yeah, I was down bad, now I count the cash Let her roll with that loud pack, no foul play Cause I'm about that, but I bounce back from my dogs Man, I'm out rapping them all Dog, I had it back when I'm gone Matter of fact, come battery me, dogs Back to the wall, my battery charge How they finna act like that's not raw? Don't really rap like that no more Hey, I remember I remember when I When I first got the message to do this shit I was like I hit join up and I was like Jordan hit me up, man, and uh, he was like, hey, bro, uh, someone couldn't make it to the cypher. Can you make it? I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. So at the time, I wasn't living in Sacramento. I was living, like, past Marysville, but before Orville, so in the cuts. I was like, cool, bro, I'm fucking there. Fucking drive home after work, go home, get cleaned up and shit, came back, booked a motel for the weekend, fucking... uh, Came down there, bro. I got to beat that day, like, that <laughs> that day, that day, and then and I was like, I asked him, I was like, hey, bro, is it cool if I like do a minute and a half? Cause like <laughs> everyone else was doing like forty five to a minute. I was like, bro, is it cool if I do a minute and a half? He was like, it's all good. And I was like, the craziest shit though. I was like, like. That shit was recorded live, so it's like if you fuck up, you fucked up. Like, so it, it's 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 a forever thing. You know what I mean? Like, so and it's going on YouTube. We, we had one shot. Yeah, one shot, one opportunity. Like, yeah, that's a fucking <laughs> arms week. Yeah. So if if I'd have choked up on one motherfucking word in that fucking whatever the fuck it was, thirty-two bar verse, that would that was it. You know what I mean? But that's it. Like then arm it weeks, like palms are sweaty. Arms, like, yeah, yeah, the Eminem verse. Vomit on my sweater already. Mom spaghetti, like, like I said, <laughs> like I said, shit. So, so Jordan yeah, is gonna man, join Jordan, us. Jordan, fucking. Uh, I've been listening to this conversation for three hours, two hours. Just excited, just happy that y'all are talking, <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, Jordan. So, what was, what did you, what do you remember of that day? Because, like, this is, this is the beauty of YouTube. Because, like, that just immortalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, and you guys were there. I feel like I like the quick, like, one-minute sum up is just chaos has always been the guy that came into the room with no phone, with nothing written down, nothing. It was yeah, he's got, no, he's got no every paper. Time, that's why I was like, did you just come off the dome with that? And that's what everybody wondered at every event. Yeah. Every time he came, he'd have the hottest 16. I'm not exaggerating just because my dog, I'm yeah. telling you. 
week after week, hot at 16. People are like, who the fuck is this white boy? I'm saying every time, bro, are are these really freestyles? I'm like, no, and he's not claiming that they are. He's writing them down. He's getting his reps in. He's coming in. So, but that's the original meaning of freestyle. Like in the in the in the 70s and early 80s, when they said they'd have a freestyle battle, people would go home and they'd write for a week, and they'd come back Friday nights in the Bronx, Mm -hmm. and they and they spit their freestyle. And LL Cool J talked about that before. He said, you know, the the meaning of freestyle has evolved and it's changed because the freestyle used to be you come with whatever style you want. You know what I mean? You just come in and rap about whatever you want. It doesn't, it's not a song. You just come in and just rap over a beat and it was your freestyle. And and then now it's like off the head. Like as mm-hmm. we, they used to call it like off the head or off the top. Yeah. And either way, I can't do either one of those fucking things. Yeah, dude. And chaos is an ode to what you just said. Because as everybody else was doing that, he was using the space as a gym. He was coming in, he had a verse he wanted to work on, so he was going to switch the BPM, he was going to switch the tempo, he was going to get on whatever beat the DJ was putting down, mm-hmm. and he was going to put the 16 down, you know? See, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that's quite it, because you said that's the gym. I think he's living in the gym. He's living in it. He don't leave it. Yeah, he's he living in the gym, because his, his partners have told me at work at the 9 to 5 years ago, yeah. he don't stop rapping. Yeah. People used to come to Freestyle Friday and say, oh yeah, we've been, he's been rapping all day. That's what he came in for. Bro, Usain Bolt didn't just run like that. You know what I mean? He doesn't just run like that. That dude's <laughs> always doing that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to, yeah. to spit some shit like that, uh, memorized, you know what I mean? To yeah. to a new beat, like that's some gymnastic shit, bro. Uh. Start calling it the gymnastics. That's actually a better word. Oh, the gymnastics. Man. I love this shit, man. Yeah, well, it shows, bro. Like, if you didn't love it, you wouldn't be this fucking good at it. I appreciate you, bro. Well, bro, I appreciate you, man. I like I, I didn't even know that. Uh, like I knew this, I knew this freestyle was there. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that was there, and I was like, dude, that's fucking fire. But now knowing the story behind it, it's wild, bro. Yeah, man, fucking, you gotta dig deep for what you love, man. Take every opportunity, shit. Yeah, I tell people all the time, say yes. Yeah. You know, if you if you can't, or you know, if it comes out fucked up, whatever. At least you tried or, you know what I mean? You made a good faith effort, you know, say yes. And, and, you know, people understand like if you can't, you know, but just the fact that you're willing to, you know, you get that call back. Cause there's a lot of people who say, no, I can't, no, I can't. My girl gets mad at me cause yeah. I say yes to everything like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, it's not stupid, man. Cause once you say no, you're kind of out of the uh, short list. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh. Yeah. So Jordan, like, what do you, because you're the dude behind Freestyle Fridays. How did that come about? And then how'd you, how'd you get, like, the, the talent in this? Yeah, real, just real quick, little sum up. You know, 2019, it was after a, a, a show called Reach Out. It was at a Hmong temple in Sacramento. I'm talking about real underground. I'm talking about, like, 20 artists, you know what I'm saying? And nobody really knew what was going on. And, uh, you know, Reach Out, I don't think they do events, but one of those, one of those groups that, staple you know what i'm saying even if they were only around for a year or two staple just because they they're a reason a lot of us met you know what i mean in a room so we got together and we ended up going to a freestyle it was at my house i lived off q street right next to i5 you know what i'm saying just tuck off a little downtown spot <laughs> exactly you know yeah, yeah right yeah. there by the one way yep right there by the one way i lived on the one way yeah man shout out my boy tyrone rented me a room that was affordable the shit was crazy you know what i'm saying and we brought like 15 people to the house and wrapped um at the time i was just meeting ryan at xl smoke shop I asked him, hey, I said, hey, man, we got this idea. We did it twice at the house. There was like 15 people. 
do it the first time at the shop and I was scared shitless because only seven people showed up. But Chaos the Rapper was one of them. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> this shit's crazy, bro. It's, it's been a long time coming without a doubt. And, uh, you know, the talent manifested itself, right? I mean, when we first came in there, we've always prided ourselves for not having a threshold for talent. It's really, if you want to come in there and grab the mic and you got the balls to do it, mm-hmm. go ahead. You know, and uh, it grew. At first, it was real easy and Chaos could probably attest to it. It was real easy for Chaos to come in there and be the hottest rapper in the room every week. It didn't every last. week. It, and that's it didn't not last, though. Right, but not it that you didn't last. become the best, but just that the talent oh, rose. Yeah, and, was, and then now now we were no longer in a room with aluminum. Yeah. And now all of a sudden the room had filled. Oh, yeah. And it was iron. And then, you know? and then. Bro, so, so just to, just to like, like point out, so that, that was in 2019, that, that last song that we heard. And then the song that we heard previously, the first song that we heard, that was in 2021. Yeah. yeah. Bro. Well, no, actually, that that freestyle was last year. That was last year. What, the the YouTube? Both of those songs were last year. They were last year? Yeah, it was last year. So which one came first? Probably provocative. Really? Yeah. Because that... But now that's not to say that I didn't write one of those verses before or after the other one. Just like, I don't... You know what I mean? I don't know how you can... Right and remember that shit, Bruh. like in time. <laughs> He's different. And then change that fucking change the time because because yeah. it's like people don't realize like when they're listening to a song that the the song is like mm-hmm. there's the a there's a click yeah. there's a click like going going yeah. and there's a there's that thing no matter how much the beat changes whatever there's there's always a through line that's yeah. just always landing the on that tempo, yeah. you got to have that and then when you find that groove you're like okay cool cool and you you write your shit and you rehearse your shit you do all that to it you're like all right cool got it locked in and then to have somebody say yeah come spit that verse but it's a different beat <laughs> bro like that that no no that's the shit you got to train for not every verse is going to work on every beat, though. That, that's, that is correct. When you said you had to wait for the right beat. Yeah, so. That's right, but. When we do the um, the Freestyle Fridays, when we go to XL, and they're, you know, the DJ's spinning different beats all night. I'm not going to hop on every single beat. You know what I mean? It no. Might, it might be a little jazzy beat here. It might be a trap beat here. But, like, sometimes I'll hear a beat that I like. Like, last time I was there, they, they had a Mac Miller beat going. I was like, oh. You know what's crazy? I wrote a verse to this beat before. Let me get the mic real quick. <laughs> hey, and his eyes flare. We all know when chaos is going to rap. I mean, we know he's hanging out for a while, but you know the eyes when he look up. It's like, oh, he need the mic. Yeah. Somebody give him the mic. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, I, I I love the sport of it mostly. Like more than, I think that's my favorite part of it. More than going recording, making music videos. My favorite part is the sport. Going out to like Freestyle Fridays. Doing shows, I think that's my favorite part of it. Like the, you know, the actual interaction of it. That's the dopest part. I mean, because that's the part that feeds your soul, right? Yeah, that's the part that makes you feel like, fuck, this is worth it. it. That's where you get your heart racing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, for for those people who haven't stepped in front of a microphone to like rap Mm -hmm. or to sing or whatever, because I was I was a singer in a band for years. That shit's never not nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Never. I it's tell, never tell not nerve wracking. Tell this day. You know, you just got to go. Mm-hmm. And then I, when they give you the cue, you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And it's make or break. I probably smoke half a pack of cigarettes before every show. 
Bro. <laughs> and he can attest to that. Like, well, bro, come here. Jack. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> bro, but like that, that the dedication to hone the skill is, uh, and the way that you think about it, the way you think about it is sport. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really cool because you're, you're training for that shit. Right. You're, you're training for that shit. You're not just like, oh, you know, on game day, I'm going to show up. And, uh, you know, Tom Brady doesn't fucking just go like, you know, I'll just play the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, Kobe wouldn't fucking not taking all them shots in the gym, you know. Showing up the first dude to practice. All day. Last dude to leave. Yeah. Fuck, bro. Well, shit pays off, man. It does. It does, hopefully. <laughs> well, somebody told me a long time ago, practice doesn't make perfect. It makes improvements. You know, and I think when you can practice your skill, I, I was reading a thing. Uh, what was I What was I watching? Was I watching or was I reading? No, I was, I was watching a YouTube video and this painter was talking about, you know, it's not the, the painting that you spend, you know, 10 hours in one day and finish. It's the painting that you spend an something like an hour every day for ten days that's gonna make improvements mm-hmm. and I'm like, huh, because it's the consistency I mean if you're doing you know a ten hour painting every day that's fucking you're gonna be amazing at the end of it all but if you're if you're putting if you don't do another painting for twenty days right. what does it matter right I mean but if you're putting an hour in every day. That, and that was a piece of advice when I was in high school. There was like this counselor. Um, I was a shitty rapper in high school. Not even gonna lie. And uh, he heard he heard me out though, and he was like, "You know what? You're pretty good, man." Like what he wanted to tell me, he was like, "No matter what, every single day, even if it's ass, even if it's two bars, two lines, whatever, write every day." So like. When I get home from work and shit and my girl wants to watch a movie or this and that or whatever the case might be, I'll get anxiety I'll get anxiety, man, if I'm not like doing something music related. Like it it'll fuck with me. Like I can't sit there and like play video games and shit. Like it, it bugs me. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, fuck, if what what's it all for then? You know what I mean? Like if I don't fucking keep at it, like you said, an hour a day for ten days versus one t- ten hour painting in a day, and then you don't paint nothing else for twenty more days. Like you, you kind of lose it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, for sure. You gotta you gotta stay on the. Um, the there's a, there's a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And and one of the one of the seven habits is sharpening the saw, mm. meaning you already have the saw, meaning the skill set or whatever it might be. So say you're a rapper, and you've got the natural gift. Like, cause some people just got it. Some people don't have it at all. You you can hear it right away. Like, oh, you ain't got it. You've been doing it how long? Poor kid ain't got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's nothing personal. It's just you ain't got it. And some people do. And some people got it. But you can you can kind of tell they just they haven't been working it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure when you you stepped away for a, for a little while, when you come back, you're like, oh, I wasn't sharp like I should be. Right. And maybe not everyone in the room notices. But you like your close friends, your close yep. associates are gonna be like, "Hey, man, you fucked up this part, and you fucked up that part." And you're like, "Fuck," and you know it's because you haven't been putting in the reps. Even when you, even when you step away from, from 
from performing, like getting on stage. Like the, my first performance for like two months was last week, and I didn't want to talk between my songs. I just wanted to go right to the next song. I was like, I got to get the fuck off this stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just, it, you don't feel natural up there no more. You don't yeah, feel comfortable. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I just got to get through these songs. I feel comfortable rapping, but I can't talk to them right now. Like, so, like yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And I also like that uh, when there's like six people in the room, like uh-huh. you, you spit shit the same way you do when there's fucking 20 yeah. people in the room. I was watching your videos. I'm like, look at this fucking dude. There's four people in there and you're like, fucking, what's up? What's up? <laughs> bro, that's the energy you got to bring, bro. Yeah. You got to get a move. And if it's four people, if it's a hundred people, mm-hmm. uh, I heard, um, uh, there's a, there's a comedian I like, uh, Joey Diaz, Joey Coco Diaz. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he said, you know, he, he, he always performs like it's a fucking packed house. Right. Like when he was, uh, when he was first starting, he would, you know, show up and there'd be like three people in the audience and he'd fucking, perf- he said, man, I just fucking give him my all. I'd eat right. shit. I eat a bag of dicks, whatever. He said, but I give him my all yeah, because it's the only way to fucking know if you're, it's the only way to do it. Yeah. It's the only way to do it right. You got to give it your all. Yeah, if you it's three people, it. if it's 300 people, you got to give it your all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, that's fucking cool, man. I like that shit. I like that. That's a good, that's a good way to do it. Like you gotta, you gotta always pre- you always got to believe that there's going to be 300 people in the room. Yeah. You can't and you let gotta, that shit bring you down. And you got to practice like you play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to practice like you play. Facts. You know? But what time is it, guys? Oh, shit. It's 9.30. It's getting about that time. So, listen, I want you guys to give out your Instagram handles, all that good stuff. And I'm going to ask I'm gonna ask you both a question. All right. But give, give out your Instagram handles and, you know, where people can find you, where they can follow you on YouTube, on Instagram, on, on all the uh, media platforms. Yeah. <clears throat> My name is Joshua and I'm not even really supposed to be here. So I appreciate art everywhere. We are Sacramento for even let me hang out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, bro. Uh, hey, this, is, this is awesome. I Josh said, Jordan. That's it. It's a coincidence. That's it. It ain't a coincidence. 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 J-O-R-I-N. I'm only Jordan around, man, with my motherfucking brother, Chaos, the motherfucking rapper. Yeah. All right. So, uh. On Instagram? Yep. Josh Joran. J-O-S-H-J-O-R-I-N. Like Jordan, but no D. Joran. Okay, because yeah. I had a, like a dumbass looked up Jordan. No, 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 no. It's Joran. That ain't J- dumbass. That's every, every mistake since I was six years old. That ain't you, brother. No worries. Okay. J-O-R-I-N. <laughs> yep, that's it. One R. One R. One R. Chaos been through with me, you know. Yep. Yeah, you know, you know. I should have gone with a name like his. All right. And uh, where can people find you? Uh, at... C-H-A-O-S underscore the rapper. That's Chaos Rapper on all platforms. All right. And uh, Freestyle Fridays? Freestyle Fridays is freestylefridays.sack on Instagram. We got uh, two events running monthly. They're bi-weekly. On the the weeks we don't do actual music events, we're also doing community outreach at uh, 1400 North B Street. We're doing free slice Fridays. We're going to piece away to the homeless. Less fortunate. Dude, that's that's everything, brother. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this whole, that's what this whole room is about. Facts. Is giving giving people some whatever we got. Yeah, yeah, we giving back and we shedding light. Yeah, let's go. So listen, I ask everybody this, and I ask you guys individually. Bro, you're walking down the street tonight. We had a great podcast. It's fucking awesome. I I had a thoroughly great time. I want you to know that. Let's say a giant fucking eagle comes by and snatches you out of the fucking ground, and we never see you again. 
All that's left is your legacy. What do you hope your legacy is? A real motherfucking rapper. Yeah. I want some... I want people to remember me as, like, a real lyricist. Like, they put real shit on paper, real shit on the mic, you know? Like, they actually try to relate to people, make a change, fucking make a movement, you know? I got love for everybody and fucking... That's it. I love this sport and I love this music. That's my legacy. Uh, oh my God. No, no pressure, bro. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. My goodness. But same scenario. Yeah, Only it's an owl. It's a giant owl. It's, an owl, owl. But it's a giant owl, bro. He's, <laughs> but I'm gone. But you're gone. Okay, and I'm all we have out. left is your legacy. What do you what do you hope to leave behind? Yeah. I'm um I'm really big on people connecting. You know, I'm really big on like moving righteously and like, uh, you know, for lack of better word or, or different words, you know, being like the bigger man. I think, um, you know, Nipsey talked on it big. It's just like, you know, we got to work on how we react to people. And that's like a personal problem I had for like a lot of years was my reactions would then cause, you know, like a trickle down effect. And, uh, and as I started to be more conscious of that, I just seen hell improvement in my life. So I'm just trying to share that with my people around me, my partners, my family. You know, I feel like it's very similar vibes coming into rooms like this where it's like, you know, we're just trying to put people on and, and shed some light and create some opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep some obstacles out the way. That's what we're doing. Hey, well, guys, uh, this was, um, I don't want to say it was a surprise, and I don't want to say it was unexpected, but walking in this room, I didn't think this was going to happen. I couldn't have guessed this was going to happen. It was amazing, and I thank you guys, and I'll, I think I'll, we'll all look back on this one day and be like, this is fucking awesome. What a coincidence. Tomorrow. Coincide <laughs> tomorrow morning. <laughs> All right, guys. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento and The Loft. <laughs>